0: WVOW Local News, now. Two Kentucky fugitives arrested in West Virginia. I'm Aaron Stone. Two men were arrested in separate incidents, but both part of joint efforts between the Sheriff's Department of Wayne County, the Wayne County Drug Enforcement Unit, and U.S. Marshals. According to the Wayne County Sheriff Rick Thompson, he says authorities attempted to stop the first suspect identified as Joshua Stone on Joel's branch. Stone allegedly tried to flee the scene and struck two police vehicles in the process. He then tried to run away, according to deputies, allegedly dropping an AR-style pistol. Stone was taken into custody following that short foot chase. second suspect, identified as Layton Lee, was caught during a traffic stop on Wright Fork of Little Lynn Creek. Stone's wanted in Kentucky for escape and parole violations and was also wanted in West Virginia for grand larceny. He now faces additional charges for the fleeing in a vehicle, fleeing on foot, brandishing a weapon, being a prohibited person in possession of a firearm, not to mention destruction of property. Lee, on the other hand, is wanted out of Kentucky on charges of distribution of obscene material to minors, promoting sexual performance by a minor, and unlawful use of electronic means originating and or received within the Commonwealth to engage in sexual or other prohibited activities. WVOW Logan. Medical emergencies are never expected. They just happen. And when they do, it's critical to know that the skilled emergency medicine specialists and advanced diagnostic technologies at Logan Regional Medical Center are nearby. With imaging, laboratory, and surgery services close, you have access to all the resources you need for high-quality emergency medical care. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well. Live well. That's why we're here. For more information, visit LoganRegionalMedicalCenter.com. Mercer County Sheriff's Department announced a silver alert for a missing Tennessee man. The alert was issued yesterday afternoon just before 3 o'clock for 72-year-old Floyd Henry Garrett. He was last seen yesterday morning at a little general store in Ghent. Garrett is a white man with white hair and thinly built. He may be driving a U-Haul towing a black Ford Lightning, which was last seen traveling on I-77 into Mercer and Raleigh County areas. Anyone with information regarding Garrett is asked to contact the Mercer County Sheriff, 304-425-8911. In Kentucky, State Police still trying to locate a missing teenager from the Johns Creek area of Pike County. 17-year-old Tory Collins, last seen Sunday in Pike County, stands approximately 5 feet 9 inches, weighs 120 pounds, and has red hair, brown eyes. Kentucky authorities are looking to the public for help. Anyone with information to help in the search, contact the Pikeville Post of Kentucky State Police, 606-433-7711. A dementia patient reported missing in Huntington has been found. 67-year-old Sharon Adkins, last seen around St. Mary's Hospital. Cabell County 911 says she was found safe. GOP candidates for governor next year were on the stage for the first time Thursday at the Colonial Hall in Greenbrier County. A forum hosted by WSAZ and sponsored by the West Virginia Chamber of Commerce gave a glimpse of what to expect on the 2024 campaign trail. Attorney General Patrick Morrissey, Secretary of State Mack Warner, House Judiciary Chairman Moore Capito, and auto dealer Chris Miller have all announced candidacies. Education in West Virginia was beaded in for discussion. The state has an abysmal ranking in math and reading. According to the 2022 National Assessment of Educational Progress, West Virginia came in 50th in fourth grade math and reading, 50th in eighth grade math, and 49th in eighth grade reading. Chris Miller says the education system has too many bureaucratic barriers urges the assessment of education with a business perspective. Patrick Morrissey focuses on school choice. I want to make sure that money follows the child much more aggressively and West Virginia will always have the broadest school choice law in the country, number one. Number two, we're going to have to build on the success of charter schools. We need to do things different so we're not 50th in all the categories that matter. More Capito put over the Third Grade Success Act passed by the legislature last session. By providing more supplemental help in our early education classrooms. We know that kids learn to read from the time they're born to the third grade and then they read to learn from then on. If they're not reading to learn after third grade, we're falling behind. Mac Warner says the assessments should be embraced, benchmarked try to improve it, saying things get done that get inspected. Kentucky man facing charges, he forced a woman to ride a motorcycle as he tried to evade capture by police in Cabell County. Ultimately, the chase ended in a crash, started with the pair on a bike, not wearing helmets, and according to the Cabell County Sheriff Chuck Zirkel, deputy attempted to pull them over when the bike took off. The woman was yelling for help, according to accounts. The driver attempted to go around a vehicle at one point, ended up hitting that vehicle, flinging both riders from the bike, and both were injured. According to police, the woman said she was being held against her will. The man's name hasn't been released, but according to the sheriff, he faces multiple charges, including kidnapping and fleeing. Kentucky's Governor Andy Beshear ordered all flags and state office buildings lowered to half staff Thursday in honor of Overdose Awareness Day. Governor's Mansion in Frankfort is also lit up in purple to spread awareness. Overdose Awareness Day is every year on August 31st. Goal is to reduce the stigma of drug-related deaths and remember the lives lost. Alderson Broadus has filed for bankruptcy. College's filing comes just a month after the West Virginia Higher Education Policy Commission voted to revoke AB's authority to award degrees. According to a news release from Alderson Broadus, bankruptcy court will appoint a trustee to handle the assets of the college and claim payments to creditors. At least $37 million in debt, Alderson Broadus is delinquent on utility payments to the city of Philippi to the tune of more than $700,000. Colleges around the Mountain State have stepped up to help affected students. Some even waive fees to help expedite transfers. Get local news on demand at wvowradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins today. Well, we're going to be in the 80s. We'll be at least around 82, maybe a degree or two warmer in spots. And then on Saturday, it's a hot day with about 85. And on Sunday, it's a hot day with about 88. And Monday, it's Labor Day. And it's a hot day across the coal fields with a high near 90 degrees. So we're not done with summer yet. The heat is sticking around. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day, or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. America in the morning, weekdays at five. Your hometown radio station, WVOW. The coal fields start the day with the morning. Governor news. Jim Justice tour the flood ravaged areas. Assessing the damage and meeting with residents in Winifred Hollow Thursday. The governor says West Virginians know how to come together in tough times like this. All these folks have just joined their hands together and helped one another and everything. That's us. That's what we do. The morning news weekdays starting at 6 a.m. on WVOW.